so I've been podcasting uh, on a different podcast for for the better part of a year and a half, and I've become you know very very comfortable, um, you know, in that particular arena. You know, it's a different topic altogether. It's you know psychological uh, piece, and and uh, you know it's a it's a particular sci- uh, a diagnostic category with which I'm. Um, you know, really, really familiar and, uh, you know, a, a treatment protocol that, yeah, I, again, really familiar, um, you know, and so I don't have to do a lot of preparation. There's, there's, it's, it's much more like kind of like, I guess the term might be like organic, um, right. Just sort of like hopping on, you know, hitting the, you know, go live button. And it's like, we're off and going, you know, and I'm just sort of chatterboxing it up about, um, you know about the topic and it's a bunch of like skills and you know for regulating symptomatology and, and stuff so it's like i'm i'm really comfortable but you know the 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 biblical beef podcast is is just different it's a whole different bowl of wax you know it's just like i, I have i feel like i have to do a lot of like preparation but there's a sense in which you sort of lose some authenticity you know w- you know when um when you start trying to do like overly prepare you know, for, for a monologue, you're, you're really kind of like jumping into research and quotations and, and, uh, you know, and planning certain questions and, and, and turns of phrases. There's, there's, uh, you know, there's, there's a, a natural sense in which you sort of lose, you know, um, you know, authenticity, you know, um, and, and I, and I think that, um, what I want to be able to do with, with biblical beef is, is to begin to achieve, you know, a similar kind of, of uh, you know, authenticity and just realness, you know, just, uh, you know, almost spontaneity, you know, on, on the podcast. And, um, and I suppose, I, I suppose I bring this up and I say this because over the weekend, it's, it's now Monday, right? The, the 14th of June. Uh, and over the weekend, I had a conversation with an old friend, right? An old friend. Now, I've mentioned some old friends on the podcast before, and I'm not talking about the same old friends, right? I'm, you know, I, you know, I, I guess suppose I have some old friends, and and then, you know, and 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 some other old friends, and you know, who doesn't, you know, who doesn't have some old friends, you know, old friends, you know, but um, you know, the, you know, it's an old friend, and I've, I've, I don't know if I've, I don't know, remember the last time I talked to this guy, you know, uh, but you know, it's it's been a long time. Um, it's been a long time. I don't know. Like when I say a long time, well, what do you mean by a long? I mean, it's been like, I, it's probably been, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Am I going to say, tw- I don't think it's been 20 years. I think it's been 20 years since he and I have hung out with any kind of consistency. I don't know if it's been 20 years since we have spoken to each other, but maybe, I mean, maybe it's been a long time. And, and over the weekend, you know, I end up getting this text message. You know, and it's like, hey, uh, you know, this guy is trying to get in touch with you. And I'm like, holy night. Wow. You know, so so I get the phone number and I and I and I call the number and I'm like, you know, wow, man, what's going on? You know, and and, and we started talking and and, you know, and, and and I guess, OK, so 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 here we are. So I find myself remembering. Right. And this particular guy has nothing to do with, with some really horrible experiences that I've had. I mean, you know, like I said, I haven't talked to this guy in a long, long time. And there's, and there, and it's not like, you know, maybe you're thinking, oh, well, maybe there's a reason they haven't spoken in 20 years. No, no, no. That's not it. That's not, it's nothing like that. You know, I mean, sometimes people just for, for inexplicable reasons, they sort of drift apart or, you know, that happens. And we've all had that happen, you know, 
Um, but like it, it, it was just inexplicable. We just sort of like, you know, we began to travel in different circles and, and, uh, you know, and, and as time progressed and, and went on, we just found ourselves speaking less and less often and, you know, and, and hanging out, you know, uh, you know, um, you know, less and less frequently. And, and, uh, and then before you know it, it's, it's been, you know, it's been 15 years since we've even talked to each other, you know, uh, nothing like that. So nothing malicious or, or angry or anything, but so in any case, but it, but talking to him, it just sort of reminded me of all this, of all this stuff, all this just really, like, really like, you know, when I say horrible stuff, I, I mean, this, it's just an empty word. It's an empty word anymore. It was a horrible experience. I mean, you can say that about a restaurant, you know, it, it doesn't mean anything. It's, oh, it's a horrible experience. You know, just, oh, I tried out that new uh, Jolly Rancher. It was a horrible experience. You know, it's like, okay, um, it, 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 the word is meaningless. You know, it's kind of like a biblical counseling term. It just mean, doesn't mean anything. You know, it's like. Well, you know, you know, sickness, you know, and all that stuff, you know, sickness and a sin that causes, you know, sickness. I mean, you know, it's like empty words and it just doesn't, cause you know, you know, it's like kind of like saying, I love, I love chocolate. You know, it's kind of like, okay, well that doesn't mean anything. I love it. Like, you know, I, I, I use the same word to describe like, you know, my wife and, and you know, Dave Matthews band concert. Oh, I loved the show. And I love my wife. Like, oh, okay. You know, anyways, what we're, we're, you know, we're getting off track here. We're getting off. We just stay focused. We're getting off track here. So pull it together, man. You know, so in any case, we're, you know, so we're talking and I'm talking to this guy and, and I just find myself remembering all of these like horrific experiences that I had, you know, conversations and, and accusations and, and just like really just, just betrayal and, and just awful, awful. I mean, I, I, I don't know if I'm comfortable saying traumatic. That might be a little bit, a little bit too much, putting a little bit too much on it. But, and I mean that from a clinical perspective, I'm not throwing it. And there's another word that means nothing. I mean, that's one of those words. I was like, it was traumatic. That new Jolly Rancher, dude, it was traumatic. Like, okay, okay, hang on. So I'm not going to say that it was traumatic, you know, but horrific. Well, okay. Another empty word. What the hell does that mean, man? You know, um, but it just it was a bad experience. I mean, a, a really, 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 really bad experience. And it involved the church and it involved a series of Christians and, and um, uh, you know, and all that stuff. It, it just, it was one of those experiences that I grew up in the church and I, I, I lived my life in the church. I was passionate about church ministry. Um, I was passionate about the scriptures and teaching the scriptures. I was passionate, passionate, um, you know, attended seminary twice, right? And, and uh, you know, Bible college and spent time on the church staff. And, you know, I, I, was, I was that guy, just a passionate dude that was just, I loved, loved, um, you know, all things Christianity until I got bit. And I, and I, I, I grew up, you know, hearing the stories and I was the guy that looked down my nose, looked down my nose at, at the divorcee. I looked down my nose at the guy that used to go to church, but then decided that he just got too hurt to go to church anymore. You know, I, 
I was the guy that looked down my nose, that looked, you know, just kind of condescendingly and disparagingly upon the souls that used to go to church, but now they have, now they sleep in on Sunday mornings, you know? You know, but, but those people, they get there somehow, you know, they get there. You know, it, those people are everyday people like you and me, right? It's not like they're, 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 they're deep down, like more bad than anybody else is. You know, I, I would say at this particular point in my life, looking back, I would say, well, they had experienced some things in their lives that I had not yet experienced in mine. You know, they, they had they had traveled through valleys. They had seen seasons that I haven't traveled, that I hadn't traveled, traveled through, that I hadn't seen. You know, that, you know, that you follow life had taken them to places that I hadn't visited at that point. And so I had the luxury of looking down my nose at them saying, oh, you got divorced. Ooh, you're one of those. <laughs> um, you know, oh, you, oh, you used to go, you used to go to, oh, but you don't go to church. Oh, you don't go to church. Oh, how dare you call yourself a Christian? You know, kind of like, I'm not meaning to be like overly, you know, um, like pejorative here, but I think that there is a sense in which some people can and do look down their nose. Like I heard this question, I heard this conversation, I was talking to this guy, right? I, okay. So back, back to the conversation, man. So I'm talking to this guy and, uh, and he's telling me about how he was telling me about one particular guy. And, and we, we both know the guy and we're talking about this guy. And, and he tells me I was at this festival and, and I had a beer and, and I, and, and I like, I, and, and that guy was there and, and we sort of, we ran into each other and he said to me, and I'm, I'm not making this up and I'm, I'm not making this up. And he said to me, this, the, the guy says to me, my, my, my old friend says to me, says, I thought, Chris, I thought we were going to get into a fist fight because I was drinking a beer. And the craziest thing about that story, the craziest thing about it is I believe it. I believe it, right? Because like some people are just so, so myopic, right? They're so close-minded. They're so judgmental. They're so condescending. They're so self-righteous that if you dare to do anything in their presence that they wouldn't do or say anything in their presence that they wouldn't say, it's like, it's on, it's on, you know? And okay. I suppose there's a sense in which I would say in hindsight that that's kind of, kind of what I grew up in this sort of like, this is the right thing to do as a Christian. This is the right thing to do. And I'm not meaning to fully disparage that at the present time. I think, sure. You know, when, when, uh, you know, when Jesus lived his life, he didn't just say, oh, you know what, whatever. You know, I mean, Jesus had a certain, certain set of of values and, and priorities and 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 patterns and 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 uh, and Jesus seemed to, um, you know, to 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 spend his time with a certain, uh, you know, if we can say it this way, class of person, right? Um, those that were you know, rejected by society, down and out. Those that were were sinners and they knew it, right? They knew it. You know, th those are the people that Jesus seemed to gravitate toward. Um, and, and it's interesting that, that you look at, or the people that like kind of knew they had it all together. And you know what, you know, we, we, we not only keep all the commands, we even keep the rules around the commands. You know, we, you know, it's like 
you know, my life is completely together, you know? It's like Jesus was like, ah, you know what? Actually, actually, I, I didn't actually come for you. Ooh, I, I didn't actually come for you. I mean, he's just kind of think about that for a second. It's like, you know, there's the guy over here beating his breast, you know, begging God for mercy, right? Have mercy. Oh God on me, the sinner. And then there's, you know, Philip, the Pharisee next door saying, ah, you know, I'm really thankful of all the things I'm really thankful. Thanks by the way that I'm not that guy. Hmm. And one of them went away justified. And I wonder who that was, you know, I wonder who that was. And it's just like this idea that the gospel begins, it begins at that place. I mean, it's like Jesus gravitated toward those who knew. They knew their predicament. You know, there's almost a sense in which, like, only the foulest of language will do here. You know, you think about those people who knew right? And, and I think I know who's listening to this podcast, and I don't mean to insult anybody, but I don't want to like drop an F-bomb, right? But it's like those people who knew, dude, my ship is sunk. Like I'm utterly screwed. You know, the bad news has really sunk in. You know, like John 4, the, the lady who's wandering to the uh, the well alone at the hottest point of the day when she knows nobody else is going to be there. It's like there's a sense for me when I talk about my old friend. I've been there, man. I've been there. I've been there. I've done that. I've been the John 4 lady. I've been there. You know? You know, it's like... It's a gift to be given the knowledge of your wretched nature as a sinner. That's something that I, like I say, I grew up in the church. I sang the songs. I led worship. I I taught Bible school, or forgive me, um, adult Bible studies and Sunday school. And like I say, I went to seminary and I did the whole thing. I did it all, right? I did the thing. But there's a sense in which what I didn't get, what I genuinely and truly did not get was that I was a, and I am a sinner. I didn't get that. Like I sort of got it in my head. I sort of was like, yeah, yeah. Well, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, sinner. Yeah. But it's like, I didn't get it. It's like, it's somehow my head filtered it out such that my soul, my guts didn't really grapple with like you're utterly and completely detestable, Chris, completely detestable and under the judgment of God, right? You are detestable before God and man and under the judgment of God. And it's, there's something about coming to that realization. And I think that for me, it, 
for me, it was like I had everybody in my life. I mean, with the exception of a couple of individuals. Turn his or her back on me and to feel completely alone. To to feel entirely by yourself. To have people calling and texting and Facebooking with accusations that weren't even grounded in reality, but it's like the vitriol, the hate, you know, just seething from their mouths. I can't wait to get my chance to tell you how much of a scoundrel you are, you know, and to get these, so it's like, there's something about that. And this is honest. There's something about that that is genuinely There's something about that. There was something about that moment for me. Let me let me not speak in generalities. There is something about that generally. No, no, no. But for me, for me, there was there was something about that horrific, like 15 month span of time where, you know, I had like, like literally like two friends in the world. You know, that I once had literally like hundreds of people that I could hang out with. And all of a sudden I have two friends in the world on the planet, two people that I could say, well, yeah, I would, I would go get a beer with that guy and we could talk and I, and I could be honest and we could, we could have a real conversation like two people on the planet, you know, and there's, for me, there was something about coming to that place where I was completely betrayed and alone. I was completely by myself. There was a sense in which God, God in his kindness got me alone. And when I say alone, I mean, everybody else was like, I'm not going to, you know, like, like the old, the old, like Grinch star. I'm not going to touch that guy with a, with a 40 foot pole. I'm not going to be anywhere near that dude. And to be that guy, right. To be the person like, I'm not going to be anywhere near that guy. To be that person, to my mind, that was the uh, that was the, uh, 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 a, um, the beginning of God's kindness in my life, because it was, and, and I've often said this, I've said this on this podcast before, that the good news begins with the bad news, right? The the good news, euangelion, the good news, the gospel, it begins, the beginning of that story, is Genesis three is the fall, is the wretched fall, and not just Adam's fall, but yours and mine. The the fall, the real honest-to-God fall into rebellion, fall into cosmic sin, the fall of, insert your name, right, into rebellion, and thereby the beginning of God's judgment upon your soul. That's where the gospel begins, you know, and to recognize with every day, with every passing day, that while by God's grace, through God's faith in my heart, 
I am saved from damnation. I am still a sinner in need of grace. And I think that yeah, I, I almost feel like I, I don't even want to, I don't want to, I don't want to like move on to the next point. I, it's too early. I think it's, it's, it's too soon. It's like, you need to linger here a little while longer. Cause I genuinely believe people just don't get this anymore. People don't get it anymore. You know, like I say, I spent decades in the church and I just didn't get it. I didn't, I didn't get it. And maybe you do, maybe you do. I certainly don't mean to make any presupp, you know, assumptions about, I, I don't know you. I don't know who you are. I, I don't know you, you know, any more than you don't, you don't know me, you know, we don't know each other, but, but I've, I spent decades of time in the church and I never really knew that the good news, as good as it is, it's not good. It's just news without the bad news, right? With, without the bad news, the good news isn't good. It's just news. It's just news. Jesus died on the cross. It's, it's a superfluous detail. It means nothing. And it really does. It means nothing. It's another historical fact. It doesn't mean anything. You know, it's like one of the wars that Napoleon Bonaparte fought in. It's just a historical fact. It's like, oh, okay, sure. Got to remember that for the quiz. You know, Jesus of Nazareth died at Golgotha. Okay, sure. By, by crucifixion. Yeah, crucifixion. Okay, yep, got it. It's just, a, it's just another historical, you know, the fact it's not really the good news without the bad news. But the bad news isn't just cosmic, Genesis 3. The bad news is really personal, right? It's your brokenness. It's your rebellious heart. It's your uh, just uh, 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 diseased soul, Right? And I guess it was there, man. It was there. I remember, you know, just, just, you know, I had this apartment and, uh, and maybe, maybe one day on the podcast, I'll go more fully into the story, but I had this apartment and I spent just all manner of day and night and every hour in between by myself. And this went on for months and months of time. I didn't have anybody to go spend time with. There wasn't anybody inviting me over. Right. I mean, I, like I would call my girlfriend, but my girlfriend lived, you know, 10 hours away. And so it's not like I was going to see her every night, you know, nope, nope. I'm drinking, man. I'm, I'm watching Netflix. I'm by myself. You know, occasionally maybe I'd go over to the bar and, and get a drink and work on, you know, an article that I was, I was writing or or some research I was doing for an article I was writing or whatever, just to be able to see somebody. But it's like during that period of time, during that time, and you kind of get into the, the monotony of, oh, well, that during that time, this is the kind of thing that would happen in the morning. And then, you know, kind of, it would kind of like, you know, evolve into this sort of thing. I was, you know, working and, and, you know, and seeing patients and, and, and blah, 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 blah. But it's like the, the, you zoom up a little or you zoom out a little bit. And it's like the, the grander theme of that time was I was alone so much of the time I was by myself. Even when I was communicating with my girlfriend or with my parents, it was like, dude, I'm doing so alone in my apartment. And then we'd hang up after, you know, 
whatever, 25 minutes on the phone, 35, 45 minutes on the phone, an hour on the phone, we'd hang up and, and they're there. I'm, I'm alone in my apartment. Just where I was before we started talking, I'm alone in my apartment. You know, it's, it's 11 o'clock at night and dude, the night is young. You know, when you're depressed and you're alone, 11 o'clock is early and the light, the night is a long, long time, you know? Anyway, I, I kind of, I'm drifting, but the, the point is the one I'm, I'm trying to make is, and I think I have made it, but I, I'll, I'll continue is, is that it was during that time that I really began, I really began to see that it's not just that people hate me and, and believe a bunch of things about me that aren't really actually true, right? Even some of the stuff that's kind of true, there's all this like extra shit added onto it. That's just not real and not, it's not accurate. It's not historical. There's, you know, there, yeah, there's some, there's some truth to that, whether it's, you know, 50% or 30% or, or 80% or 5%, there's some truth to it, but, but, you know, th then there's all this other stuff that's like, um, I don't know where you got that from. And, and there, nope, I'm sorry. Not, nope. That's not, wow. That's not at all. You know, and then there was, then there's the rest of it. And the rest of it was like, I don't even know where this, you know, and so, but, but um, it's, I, I think what I'm trying to say is while so much of what was being said to me and about me wasn't true, the big takeaway for me by God's grace was you are a wicked person. Right. And, and you deserve everything you're getting. Right? Nobody wants to talk to you. Right. Nobody. Everybody thinks you're just a piece of human garbage. Right. You know, and, and there's a sense in which that, that truth, this is what everybody thought. Right. And this is how everyone treated me and talked to me. There's a sense in which it was like, Waiting, waiting for me to come to the kind of drift to the bottom, the very bottom of the ocean and hit the floor. Here I am looking up, you know, 300 feet up to the surface and I'm all the way down at the very bottom where there's nothing. There's nobody. Right. Waiting at the bottom was Christ himself waiting was Jesus in his kindness, in his goodness with his blood covered hands and feet waiting for me to come to the bad news beyond my, Oh, I get it. Oh yeah, sure. I'm a sinner. You know, it's like that. No, you don't get, you didn't get it yet. You know, no, I had to walk through a horrific season that, that in every sense, I think, in every sense changed me, in every sense changed me. In every sense changed me. But through that, God and his sovereignty and goodness was waiting for me to realize, dude, you are busted. You are busted broken dude 
see, here I am. I want to drop the F-bomb again, right? You are you are in a very, very, very bad place. Not just before man. Screw man. You're in a bad place before God. You're in a bad place. This is a really bad situation you're in. You know, to come to that place, that's where Jesus says, I, I didn't come for the righteous. I came for the sinners. Now I'm now I get it. And it's in that moment that the gospel becomes so beautiful because you realize I'm a sinner, man, and there's nothing I'm bringing to the table. That's There's nothing that's of value here. Nothing. Nothing. But Christ is merciful, and God in his Christ is gracious. And the love of God for sinners is immense and powerful. And the gospel begins there. There. The gospel, the good news, it begins with the bad news. So I don't know. It's one of those things, man. I'm just like, uh, you know, it's, it's, um, I want this podcast to be a little bit more, you know, authentic, you know, authentic. And I don't want it to be one of those like, well, you know, everything is scripted and we got to say it off the pages. You know, I want it to be, you know, more like just, you know, just being real, man, just being real. So anyway, thanks for checking out the podcast.